Here we stand, looking out in the great mall where Dr. King spoke of his dream. Here we stand, where 108 years ago, at another inaugural, thousands of protesters tried to block brave women marching for the right to vote. And today, we mark the swearing in of the first woman in American history elected to national office, Vice President Kamala Harris. Don't tell me things can't change. Yes, things can change, and today they changed in a big way for our neighbors to the south with the inauguration of President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. And you heard Biden there talking about what is a monumental moment in American history as Harris becomes the first woman in America to be elected to national office. To talk more about today's events and what this day means when it comes to the history books, please to bring back onto the program here adjunct assistant professor in political science at the University of Victoria, Janai Aragon. Janai, how are you feeling here today? You know, I've been teaching most of the day. Regardless, though, I definitely feel a little jump in my step. Um, as you know, but some of your listeners might not remember, I'm an American. I do. Um, I became a Canadian citizen three years ago, so I'm what many refer to as a dual citizen. But regardless, I felt um, very patriotic today, personally. Um, I'm not a flag-waving, red, white, and blue sort of uh, person, Regardless, though, given the last four, four and a half years, because the run-up to the previous uh, presidential election, I'm feeling pretty good today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can only imagine. Now, uh, you know, President Biden gave a, a very uh, lovely 22-minute speech today. He touched on a, a whole bunch of different things, but really, I think the main message that he was trying to deliver today was that, you know, it was one of unity, right? This is the United States, and united uh, they shall be moving forward. I guess, was there anything that you really kind of took away from what Biden was saying? I mean, like I said, there was no real surprises from his messaging, but, um, you know, one that I thought was really uh, well-spoken and really hopefully helped unite a country. Yeah, you know, I, I have to say I've been really impressed with his comments during the last 36, 40 hours. I'm um, thinking, you know, yesterday's memorial to folks who've been lost um, to COVID, you know, this terrible virus that is affecting us across the globe. And today, his comments, I just thought, okay, dignity is back. Mm -hmm. You know, we have the so-called statesman, stateswoman with Biden and Harris here. And I was really touched and looking up at my ceiling thinking, don't mess up your makeup, don't mess up your makeup, because I had six hours of Zoom meetings today. Um, when the vice president, Vice President Kamala Harris was sworn in, just the gravity of her being a woman, black and Southeast Asian. I you know, wasn't sure I would see this in my lifetime. I'm Gen X, and so I'm thrilled that I've seen it in my lifetime, and my Generation Z two daughters have. Yeah, and, and you know, you, you look on your uh, biography page here at the University of Victoria, one of the things that talks about your interest right there is gender and politics. And I mean, this is a, a massive moment, right, for women in politics, really. I mean, this is a historical day, and, and one that I think women and girls everywhere should be looking at as, as inspirational. Oh, most definitely. And to see, you know, a uh, mixed race woman as our vice president, um, pretty amazing. And, and to have the array of different comments today, the involvement of um, historically black college and un universities, the band. I mean, there's just been so many different 
parts of this inauguration taking place during a pandemic, um, but that has been different than before. So I'm excited. You know, I want to celebrate today, so to speak. And uh, tomorrow, you know, there's lots of work that needs to be done, lots of things that need to be changed, undone um, as well. Well, and Joe Biden did get to work here on this today. Uh, 15 day one executive orders being signed, including, you know, mandating masks and social distancing measures on on federal property. Uh, Also, um, you know, rejoining the Paris Agreement on climate. I mean, we all knew there was going to be a massive shift in the way the government handled the pandemic, the way the government handled climate change, intergovernmental relations. Um, You know, the list goes on. Um, Were you were you thinking it would be, uh, you know, this Rapid this fast day one 15 executive orders. Uh, you know, I knew change would come on day one. I don't know if I was expecting this big of a wave right off the bat. You know, I was just to respond to the previous administration. Um, I don't think I was thinking it would be over a dozen, I was thinking closer to five to seven. So the number did exceed what I expected. Um, I'm really looking forward to their first hundred days, you know, because that's often an instrumental. Um, moment for a new president, um, a new administration, just to see what takes place. Um, I'm looking forward to scientists and medical professional professionals being, you know, in charge and getting the respect that they require during this um, pandemic. So I'm, I have to admit, I'm pretty happy. And I'm going to share something personal with you and your listeners. Joe Biden was not even in my top four for president. You know, I had other favorites, if you will. Mm -hmm. I do vote Democrat. Um, You know, we're talking about my personal opinion a little bit here. I am a trained political scientist as well. Um, So I, you know, I'm really looking forward to what this administration um, does because there's a lot of uh, trauma that has taken place in these last uh, four years and change. And, and you talk about the first 100 days being something that uh, it really is a time frame where you can kind of see where the direction of the government is, is heading. But this is just such a, a different, you know, change when we're talking about the transition of power, right? Of course, when you go from Republican to Democrat, as so often is the case, there's going to be some significant changes in the way things are handled. But this is just so un, un uh, you know, precedented, right? When you're talking about uh, the the Trump administration going from that and now moving into this uh, Joe Biden and, and Kamala Harris administration, it's just, you know, it's like I said, it's always a shift from, from red to blue, but this is just like so much more beyond what we've ever seen. Absolutely. I mean, the circus that we had during the last five years because of the run-up before the actual election was one that um, was at times, you know, uh, difficult for me to watch as a political scientist and I'm going to be brutally honest again you know there have been many moments in the last five years that I have just thanked my lucky stars that I live in Canada Canada's not perfect don't get me wrong I mean but you know I'm glad I'm not in the U.S. right now during this global pandemic and I certainly don't have any designs of uh, moving back to Southern California now that we have Democrats 
um, in office. You know, I, I love BC. <laughs> <laughs> yes, BC is is the best province in Canada, that's for sure. And I'm also happy to be here and, and I'm happy to have you as a guest on this show fairly regularly. So uh, really appreciate this as always, Janai. Thank you so much for the time, I guess. Is there anything you're looking for specifically? You talk about that 100-day period. Um, you know, is there one specific issue that you're really curious to see where things go or you're just going to try to, uh, you know, sit back and enjoy the ride? Oh, <laughs> I was biting my tongue waiting for you to finish talking, so I didn't interrupt you. Um, I am waiting on tenderhooks to watch the um, Senate hearings about impeachment, mm-hmm. you know, of course, to see what, what moves forward because of all that took place during the last four years, especially with these pardons of cronies and friends. Um, I, you know, definitely want to see some movement with that. Yeah, that's definitely going to be an interesting um, set of events to watch uh, play out for sure. So, yeah, I, I almost kind of forgot about the impeachment just based on what I was watching here today and in the, in the historic moments that we saw this morning. Um, yeah, uh, impeachment. I almost forgot about that. Thank you for bringing yeah. that back up. Looking no, forward no, no. to see what happens there as well. Well, and, and trust me, the next time I'm on, I won't be so personal. <laughs> it's well, just it's hard to do with a celebration. Absolutely. And, you know, I did admit that I was sharing some of my personal um, points of view and not necessarily just using my poli-sci hat. For next sure. Next time, I will wear my poli-sci hat um, strongly on my head. <laughs> <laughs> well, I look forward to that day, but I do appreciate you sharing your personal experiences here today as well and your personal feelings. I think that's important to, to get across. So thank you so much, Jenna. I always appreciate the time we'll get you back on soon and and have a great rest of your day and uh, congratulations on what was a really big day here in american politics as well thank you very much and thank you for having me jeff appreciate it